You can be seated. How true it is today. Uh, it's amazing to me how that God works. When people will take one step, the Lord will take two. When you put forth an effort and uh, you do it unto the Lord, prayerfully seeking after God, I'm going to tell you, uh, God, when he adds his blessings to it, it makes it victorious. Listen to the words of Jesus when he said in St. John, the 15th chapter, the 5th verse, he said, I am the vine and ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth, and I like this, much fruit. Not just a little bit of fruit, but much fruit. For without me, and this is where I want to draw your attention to, without me ye can do nothing. Everybody say nothing. And I'm going to tell you that's hard to comprehend and understand and fully believe, but it is absolutely the truth. We can't do anything without him. He gave us the illustration of a, of a branch and a vine, a root, a trunk. And he said you, it will, the only way they can bring forth fruit is for that tree or that branch to stay connected up to the trunk of the tree. And that's the only way, church, that we're going to be able to make it, brothers. That's what's brought us this far. It wasn't talent and ability. It was the good hand of God and the good mercy of God that led us and kept us. Amen. And then, of course, whenever we do that, walk with God, serve the Lord. Well, then, again, the Apostle Paul said, to these gave us these words, he said, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthened me. Isn't that amazing? We can do nothing within ourselves, but then when we get Christ, we can do all things. Everybody say all things. We can do all things through Christ that strengthen us. Why does God do that? I'll tell you why. When, whenever it's like that, guess who gets the glory? He gets all the glory. When you know, when you quit and you let God start working, of course, that brings you to having to build a relationship with God. And it doesn't matter how weary you get in building your relationship. Don't stop and don't let up. And it doesn't matter how many times you've seen stumble and fall. You just keep on persevering and with a determination, I'm going to do the work of God. I'm going to live for the Lord. And uh, the, my effort is so little. My prayer is so little. My prayers are so weak. My prayers are so feeble. But whenever I've done them unto God and I bring my effort to God and then God pours out his blessing upon it, then great things happen and it's all for his glory. And I'll give you the reason. This is what the Lord said in the book of Deuteronomy to his people. He said, Thou art a holy people unto the Lord thy God. The Lord thy God hath chosen thee to be a special people unto himself above all the people that are upon the face of the earth. Listen to this now. The Lord did not set his love upon you nor chose you because you were more in number than any people, for ye were the fewest of all people. He said, this is, this is what the Lord has done. He did not choose you because you were more in number, but he, he chose you because you were the fewest. 
in number. He said, but because the Lord loved you and because he would keep his oath, which he had sworn unto your fathers, hath the Lord brought you out with a mighty hand and redeemed you out of the house of bondmen from the hand of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. This is what the Lord hath done. And he, he, he chose us today and touched us and touched our lives because he loved us. Everybody say loved us. He loved us. It wasn't because we were a mighty people. It wasn't because we were a strong people. It wasn't because we were mighty in number. In fact, the apostle Paul said in the book of Corinthians to the Corinthian church, uh, it's talking about you are not rich or not many noble or wise or rich that has he chosen, but he's chosen the foolish things of this world to confound the wise. So as feeble as our efforts are today, we don't need to be intimidated by the devil. Can I hear an amen? We need to come, as the scripture said, boldly before the throne of grace that we could find help in the time of trouble. Boldly with, with our efforts. You know what, what he's speaking of there? It's speaking of faith. It's speaking of faith. It's not somebody brass and, 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 and somebody tough. It's not talking about that. It's talking about boldness with your faith in your heart. I know my effort is feeble. I know my prayers seem so feeble. And my fasting and my uh, everything that I have, it seems so feeble. But then I bring it to God and I bring it to God in faith and I bring it with boldness or I bring it in confidence that I know if I pray, God will hear my prayer. Amen. Brothers, it's important today for you to believe in your prayers and believe with all of it because that's what will make you pray. If you, That's why people don't pray is because people don't believe God hears them. If you believe with all of your heart that you were connected up to the eternal God and every day that you were going to talk to him and walk with him, then it'd make you want to pray. But when the devil puts doubt in your mind and he, he's always showing us how feeble we are and how helpless we are, we, we can agree with him. Yes, devil, we're helpless, but he's mighty. We're weak, but he is strong. Amen. Our trust is not in our ability. Our trust is in the Lord to help us and to carry us through. And that was the purpose and the reason that he chose the people that he chose was that they were not mighty, but he could take them and make them mighty, and then he would get all the glory. Everybody say all the glory. Amen. He would be exalted. He would be lifted up. Praise God. And, uh, you know, the, Moses, the Lord spoke to him and said, Moses, send the people into the land. Pick out one from every tribe, and that created the 12 spies to go and spy out the land and when you go let them look and see if it's strong people or uh, or weak or if they're few or if they're many if they're good or they're bad if they're intense or they're in strongholds or if it's fat or it's lean land go in and check it out and they went in to check out that land and 10 of them came back with this very negative report and they were just scared out of their mind they were intimidated I want to tell you, when you think about living a Christian life and living for God, the devil can intimidate you. Amen. That you can't do it. But we're the men of God. You're the people of God. Amen. We can't do it. Amen. We cannot do it. We're helpless. 
But I, what God is looking for, he's looking for a little effort on your part. He's looking for you to get up in the morning and say, hey, I'm fixing to get down on my knees and I'm going to talk to God. Well, I can't pray long. Well, uh, pray, pray as long as you can. Pray five minutes. Amen. How many times, brother, likely have I used your testimony when you started as a young man, 16 years old in this church? Amen. And he started out praying and we just preach prayer so much. He said, well, I know I can pray five minutes, so I'm going to pray five minutes. And five minutes turned into 15 minutes. And then the hand of the Lord has been in his life in a wonderful way. And thank God for the good and great things the Lord has done. <laughs> Praise God. What if he would have never committed to that five-minute prayer meeting? Where would he be at today? Carnal, trapped by the world, trapped by sports, trapped by the gods of this world is where he would have been trapped. Amen. And, and we're all trapped there. All of us, all of us, all of us, all of us. We're all in the flesh. We're all carnal by nature. We're all trapped by the devil. Our only hope is that we make that little effort and we take that little baby step toward God. And when we take that baby step, he looks down and he says, Yes, son, I see you trying. I'm going to help you win that battle. I'm going to help you overcome the flesh. I'm going to help you overcome your problems of sin and lust and pornography and Oh, the traps of this world. He gives us power. Everybody shout power. Hallelujah. Reach over and join up with somebody right now and pray together in the name of Jesus Christ. I believe you, God. I believe you, God. I believe you, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give us power today to run this race. That's set before us in Jesus' name. Make us strong men, Lord. In the name of the 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 Lord. Hallelujah. You can be seated. You know what? Every one of you, when you started to come this morning to the house of God, when you start in the morning, the enemy will start immediately fighting you and warring against your mind. There's not a time I, I get ready to preach. And the enemy is not warring against my mind, fighting against me. Amen. Your effort is so little. He's trying to intimidate me. He'd like me to sit down and shut up. He'd like for me to quit trying. Amen. And I look at myself and I tremble and I think, man, I am. I'm everything, devil, you said that I am. I'm that and more. But, oh, I want to tell you, when you touch the throne of God and the power flows through you and the anointing flows through you, you know what the devil does? He stands somewhere off in the shadow and he shakes and trembles. Amen. He knows there's power in the name of Jesus. He knows there's power in a praying man. He knows there's power in a man that will take that baby step and say, I'm not much, but one thing I'm going to do, I'm going to try. I'm going to put forth a little effort. I'm going to put forth a little effort to worship God. I'm going to get put forth a little effort to pray. I'm going to see what's going to come out of my life. I'm going to see what's going to happen when I put forth just a little bit of effort. Amen. And these, these people, it was so sad. The devil had them so intimidated. Oh, God. Oh, God, help us, help us. If we look upon this world, we, it, it will shake us every time. But, oh, Caleb and Adams, they were looking to another world. They, they said there's a supernatural God. 
He can raise me up out of the the miry clay. He can put my feet on a solid rock. I've always been shifty. I know I've always been like I was standing on sand. I've always been like I was standing in the mud and the mire. Amen. I've never had no firmness. Amen. I'd make up my mind and before I could turn around, my mind would be changed and I'd be back to the same old habits. I'd be back to the same old traps. I'd be involved in the same old sins and I'd think I'm not going to do it anymore and promise others I'm not going to do it and turn around twice and here I'm back in it again. Amen. Now why is that happening? I can tell you why it's happening. Amen. It's because you need to connect up to the source. You need to connect up to the power. You need to connect up to the authority that steps on the scene and says, hey, when Quit blowing. Amen. Waves laid down. Amen. And he reaches and picks us by the hand and lifts us up and gives us the strength to do everything we always wanted to do. Hallelujah. 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 And that's what was happening to these spies. They were looking and they were trembling. And they're saying, my God, look at us and look at them. And there was this Caleb. Amen. A man of faith. And the Bible said he stilled the people before Moses. It's so wonderful to have the preacher. And everybody expects Moses to say it. And they expect Moses to preach it. And that's the reason we have testimony services in church. It's not to give glory to our flesh or, or tell about our grandchildren or tell about something uh, that glorifies us. But it is to encourage the people. Amen. It's, it's somebody that steps up to Caleb and says, hey, uh, I've tasted and it really does work. Uh, I paid my tithes and it works. Uh, I went to church and it works. Uh, I had those five-minute prayer meetings consistent and it really works. Uh, I'm going to tell you this living for God is really works. Uh, God is, needs some Caleb's that are not intimidated by the world. Listen to what Caleb said. He said, Brother Moses, sit down. Let me, let me tell. Amen. And he began to tell. Let us go up at once and possess it. For we are well able to overcome it. But the man that went up with him said, We be not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. And they brought up an evil report of the land, which they had searched unto the children of Israel, saying, The land, though which we had gone up to search it, is a land that eateth up its inhabitants thereof, and all the people that saw in it are men of great statue. And they got the old Anak brothers, the giants over there that came up. And he said, we were all in our sight as grasshoppers, so we were in their sight. He said, we saw those giants. Uh, th that's what the people said. That's what the ten spies but Caleb said, oh, no, we're more than able to possess the land. Oh, God, thank you for the faith I feel in this church right now. But I'm going to tell you, when you're standing before those big old trials, when you're standing before a trial of sickness or a trial of a home breaking up or a trial of a children getting off track, man, it's not always easy to see. But I want to tell you, have courage and have faith. That little five-minute prayer meeting that turns into 15 minutes, that grows into 30 and grows into where you can watch with him. You know what Jesus said? That's the, that's the gold. He said, watch with me one hour. Watch with me one hour. Watch with me one hour. And he came back every time they had fallen asleep. 
Amen. Watch it. Ask them again. Watch with me an hour. Thank God for prayer meetings that grow from 5 to 15 to 30 to an hour. Come on, let's keep striving. Let's keep reaching for it. Let's keep going forward. And God takes them 5 minutes, 15 minutes, 30 minutes, one hour prayer meeting, and he turns them into a great victory because he puts his hand in things. But when that giant's standing before you, it's a different thing, isn't it? Amen. Hallelujah. But when you've been praying, see, it gives you that courage and that faith. Some way we'll pierce this mountain. And that's what separated David from the rest of the men, wasn't it? It's David when his brothers and all of them were trembling before that giant. When they were trembling before him, David in his heart, he remembered, he said, Hey, I've been walking with God. I've slew the bear and I've slew a lion. And this uncircumcised Philistine that is before the people of God. He ain't no more than that bear and that line that God helped me get through that last trial. If God helped me get through that last trial, he'll help me get through this giant. And he said, I'm just not afraid. And while everybody else was trembling, his heart was filled with faith. The word gets to Saul. Saul takes him and puts on his armor. Says, come here. And, and, and dresses him up in his armor. Come here, brother. Okay. Amen. Puts, puts his, his coat on him. Your arm in there, brother. Amen. Other arm. There you go. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. And gets him all dressed up and says, Come on now, go fight the giant. Amen. Go ahead and sling the sword at him. Amen. And David said, This ain't going to work. And you think about the strength and the faith he had standing in the face of the king, telling the king, Hey, appreciate your armor, but that is not going to work. Amen. And he slides out of, of that armor. You can be seated. Amen. With faith in his heart. Praise God. I'm talking about a trial. Come give, come give us some, some music. Amen. I'm talking about a battle. I'm talking about a war. I'm talking about how that, amen, the giant looks so big. You know what that, that, that giant stood? He stood over nine feet tall. Had a mighty, mighty sword in his hand. Intimidated the life out of all of Israel. Amen. Intimidated them. They were scared to death. Amen. When they looked to see how big the giant was and how big, how little they were. Hallelujah. But God is a way maker. The devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. Hallelujah. The devil is a liar. Amen. Brother Holmes, I got a trial coming up in my life. Amen. I got a battle coming up in my life. Amen. I've got a war that I'm fighting. Amen. Amen. A war that's going on in my life. Amen. But I'm determined. Hallelujah. I'm determined. In Jesus' name, the Lord's the way maker. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, lift up your hand right now. Love him. Praise God. Oh, speak to our hearts today. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Oh, yes, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Stand together. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Praise God. Bless the holy name of the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, 
people, reach over and join up with somebody and believe right now together. In Jesus' name, we believe you, Lord. We ask you in faith and confidence, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you for your powerful anointing. Thank you for your anointing, God. Oh, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. you know the way to figure it out, then it wasn't really a trial. It's only a trial when you can't see around it, and you can't see over it, and you can't see under it. Amen. Brother Van Blakely drew this out several months ago and uh, to represent Ogoliath. Come here, Brother Caleb. Amen. Still got courage? Amen. Believe you can win the battle, brother. Amen. Did you bring a slingshot? Amen. Hallelujah. Not toward me, brother. Amen. Hallelujah. Walk over closer by him. I want you to see how, what the size David is. This was nine foot tall. Amen. Hallelujah. Nine foot tall. Big old trial. Big old giant big old battle. You know what? You know what that giant does? He keeps some people from getting out of the bed in the morning. Life just overwhelms them. There ain't no way I'm going to make it. I'm broke. I'm busted. I'm upside down. My marriage, my life, there's no hope. Yes, there's hope. Yes, there's hope. Why don't you start a prayer, five minute prayer meeting that turns into 15 minutes and from that 30 minutes and from that an hour. Why don't you be consistent in it and say, no, I'm going to keep on. Amen. I'm going to keep on believing. What about it, Brother David? Amen. Can you sling that? Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Brother, don't look so enthused about it. <laughs> oh, yes, in Jesus' name. Little as much if God is in it. Labor, Labor not, not for wealth or fame. 
there's a crown Hallelujah. and you can win it Amen. Come on down if the you'll We're go in Jesus' name. Oh, yeah. Little is much if God is in it. Labor not for wealth or fame. There's a crown and you can win it if you'll go in Jesus' name. Oh, yeah. Little is much if God is in it. Labor not for wealth or fame. There's a crown and you can win it if you'll go in Jesus' name. Come on! Oh, little is much if God is in it. Labor not for wealth or fame. There's a crown and you can win it if in Jesus' name, little is much if God is in it. Labor not for wealth or fame. There's a crown and you can win it if you'll go in Jesus' name. Come on, sing it. Oh, little is much, little is much. if God is in it. Oh, yes. Labor not. For wealth or fame, there's a crown, and you can win it if you'll go in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. I don't think I have to explain to you, do I? You can see it pretty clearly. The only thing I wanted names across the bottom. I didn't quite get that done, but... Uh, First Pentecost Church, you know where we're standing today, over here in the newest building to the left. Well, there's one to the left. You can see the carport. And then you can see the connecting between the two buildings. If you'll notice right over the eave of that bill under the eave, it says First Pentecostal Church. Well, right here on building one, that was our first building, it says Truth College at the Rock. I mean, that name is actually not on the building, but... We plan to put it there once we move the school out. Then you've got the parking lot between, and you can see the, the new school building. Uh, the center will be the gym, and on the right and left again, on the right will be high school. On the left will be the elementary, Lord willing. So uh, that's our future project and future work. Looks like a big old giant, but I, I like something... Uh, brother told me one time, he said, you know how you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. Amen. Amen. Just one bite at a time. So we're going to eat it one bite at a time. Praise God. Thank God for it. That building stretches over 300 feet long. And uh, what we'll do at night and evenings when the young men want to use it, young ladies uh, have activity up here, we'll be able to shut off the high school and shut off the elementary and just use the gym, be in the middle. So uh, I told the architect, Michael Hahn, I said, of course I was trying to give it to him in a nutshell what I was talking about. And I said, this is Papa Bear, this is Mama Bear, and this is Baby Bear over here. So I think he did a good job. It all ties together real nice. I don't know if you can visualize it, but I can just see it today out there, and I can see a wrought iron fence with brick columns, with precast on them columns, 
all across that front. And uh, of course, you know we need that more than just the looks for the safety of our students. Another thing is there'll be parking in front of this building here, school building, where the building will come to, it, you're with me, I guess, the furthest parking lot all the way over to um, where the buses are parked, you know, where the buses are parked. You know where the island is in the middle of the parking lot? Well, that uh, island, uh, the, this school, front of this school building and gym would come just the, the actually the front of the gym would come just a little bit over into that parking lot. I'm talking about south now. And the rest of it almost lines up with that island. So we will still have a lot of good parking across the front. And then on further here to the east, plan to take that asphalt up. And uh, Brother Fur, Brother Mark, we're going to uh, put a big, nice, softball diamond and maybe a football field and bless our children. You know, we don't get into uh, sports for as competition, but we don't believe it's wrong for them to play ball. Amen. We just want them to have the best, don't we? Praise God. So God be in our help. Amen. <clears throat> now let me give you where we're at today. Uh, the Lord has blessed us. behind you, Brother Arnold? No? Well, I left it in the office then. But anyway, I can just tell you, I had Matson to run figures on that this week, and he just did a, a real rough estimate. And he said for the gym, it'd run about a hundred, a million, three hundred thousand. For each wing, it was about the same. Uh, and then, you know, it depends on how, how deep we go and rich we go with it. But that just gives us some figures. So somewhere around three or four million dollars. But you know where we stand, the Lord's blessed us so much. Um, we give him all the praise, honor, and glory for it. But uh, we've got even the projects broken down. And uh, I did not know up until yesterday the total amount that we have spent. Because we always spend according to what comes in. Because if it don't come in, we don't spend it. And we know how to put the brakes on. We know how to speed the train up. So we've, uh, we've kept a hand on the throttle. Every Monday I know where we're at to where I can make the right decisions for that week and future weeks. And uh, so, but I didn't know exactly what we spent. But we found, we've, we, we have run the numbers up on it. Uh oh, there's still some more papers in there somewhere. And it was over $15 million that we've spent building this building and what's been done. Hallelujah. So don't tell me God can't do it. He, he's a mighty God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. So guess what? Out of that $15 million, we've got $12 million already paid off. Amen. We, we only like $3 million. We'll wipe the indebtedness clean. Amen. And before we go any further, uh, we're going to, Lord willing, 
before we start on that building, we're going to work on that indebtedness. Get that moved out of the way because none of us know what the economy is going to do. But I just feel like that's the right thing to do. We need to get it down real good. And I another thing I asked Mr. Matson, I said, if you were building this building today, I'm sure Brother Corbett can tell us about that, how much would it cost? And he said, well, just, he did some figures, called back a little later. He said it would be about 22% more in cost than, uh, than what y'all have spent. 22%. Now, some of you people, it's good with math in your head. How much is that? How much more would that be above that 15? 3.3 million more. So it'd be 18 million. Amen. So God's been with us. We know what happened when they ordered the steel for this building. It was like the next month or so. Steel doubled. So God just had his hand on us, hadn't he? So he's, he's been good to help us, amen, to see these things come about. We give him all the glory and the honor for it. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Let me tell you, you know where we started at? We started over at number 152nd place. I preached a message one night about why don't we plant some trees that we will maybe never set under the shade of. Man's got to have a lot of faith. Brother Rick Middleton to plant a uh, pecan tree. He planted some pecan trees. You've got to have a lot of faith to do that because that's going to be down the road before you eat of it. But that's what we did. And had a young man come up at night and brought $500. And I was almost intimidated, you know. Project looks so big, and here we are. We're shoved off now. We've cut loose from the bank. We're going, we've started. And from that, We've come to this point today, and what a mighty God we serve. Hallelujah. We give him praise and thanksgiving. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord bless you. There's lots of catfish, lots of uh, uh, everything, crawfish, and we would, would request one thing. You that have brought a guest, and Brother Blakely, all of y'all, if you will, please go to the head of the line, and uh, there's eight serving lines so it's not going to take very long. Let me, let me give you this. One other thing is they're going to, when you start, they're going to give a couple pieces of filleted fish. The reason is they've cooked it, and they want to keep cooking it hot. I don't think there's no way we're going to run out of fish. So please don't leave on that, too. Just stay and just eat and eat and eat and eat and keep eating until we run out. See if you can run it out, okay? But where everybody gets some, does that sound fair? Sounds all right. Well, there's plenty now. Don't leave because they're going to keep it hot and keep it coming. Visitors, please go to the front of the line. If you get over there late, you still go up to the front of the line. Take them, folks. Brother Long, take your visitor. Go to the front of the line.